Hello and welcome to the Amber Spycast, your one-stop shop for all things His Dark Materials. Your Dark Materialists happen to be all three of us together. Yes. Amazingly. <laughs> I'm Alaric. And who else is joining me? I'm going to my lady friend first. Uh, Joanna. Yes. It is so good to have you back. Woo. And what so good we- to have you back. Oh my I gosh. wasn't here last week. Travis, so way to be steady. <laughs> constant as a northern yeah. star. Way the to glue. be constant. The glue. Yes, you are the lowest common denominator. Wow. <laughs> Travis literally just held up some like gorilla glue or something. <laughs> wow. Monetize this joint. Yeah, so if gorilla glue representatives, if you are listening, we are not above uh, shilling for your product. I am stuck on gorilla glue. Ooh, gorilla glue might have held that door closed that, that Lyra casually leaned against and it fell open. <laughs> That's true. Whatever, yes. la- whatever latch they're using, I'm sure Gorilla Glue would have done a better job. Absolutely. Gorilla Glue. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Hashtag. <laughs> um, so we're talking about 1.7 tonight. What was the name of this episode? I uh, the, fight. the Fight to the Death. Fight to the, the Death, death yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's dive in, shall we? Let's do this. All right. Uh, Mrs. Coulter is having a nervous breakdown. She really is. She's real mad, not just from last week screaming at a door and a lot of spittle, like the amount of spit coming out of her mouth in last week and this week's episode is like Ben Vereen and Pippin, like so much spit. (laughs) Like the, they really need to, to look, she needs to see a dentist. Because she's been chewing up so much in green. Oh, she's yum, 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 yum. It's so tasty. (laughs) So tasty, tasty, tasty. It's an HP sauce on that scenery because she's chewed it up. So she's really, she's really upset. This is interesting because we don't really see anything of her after this fall, the fall, fall, I was going to the fall bar, (laughs) the, the fall of Ballvanger and in the book, right? We sort of follow the departure leading up to, you know, what, what happens after that? She lives in the space a little bit here. We see her sort of reaction mm-hmm. to her work that's been destroyed, her all her project. The people that have been working for her are, are sort of shattered, and that pisses her off. She's really mad at that nurse. Oh, she choked out Sister Clara. She's oh, tried to kill her. Cool. Yeah. And then she, like, backed off. I mean, and I, I, I wondered about that. Is she starting to realize like the horrors of what she's doing? Like, is she starting to realize the real effects of what she's done? It's possible. I mean, you know, maybe if the episode ended right there with her reaction as to what she had done, the horror of what she'd done, I'd be like, Oh, she, mm-hmm. there's a conscious conscience kind of bubbling up to the surface. But as the story progresses in this episode, it proves that she has learned nothing and she's That's still true. Yeah. Great close-up on the monkey later, but I'm going to talk about the monkey in a minute, too. Um, so so we get a little snippet of this, um, and this is an interesting episode because it really follows a bunch of different plot lines that they are layering on top of each other. It's not mm-hmm. sort of – they've been doing that in the, in the other episodes, but this feels like, especially what's going on with Lyra and the bears and Will, what's going on in Will's world, it's literally like – She's walking. He's walking. They're really sticking home those parallels between those two characters. Yeah. Even with jump cuts, yeah, I'm quick more, her to him. 
we're really watching the an A, B, B, and C stories here. We've mm-hmm. got uh, Lyra, we've got uh, Mrs. Coulter, and then we've got uh, Will. And actually, you could even drop the D if you want to look at it from uh, Lord, um, Lord Boreal's perspective. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's linked to the Will story, but he has his own arc. He's, mm-hmm. it, as a matter of fact, I, mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but I had a thought about him as we get forward. I crossed it out because it didn't happen, but the way it was playing out, I was like, because they are changing things here and there. I was thinking they were going to make a big change at, a, at one point. Oh, and yes. We'll get to, we'll get okay. to it. Yes. Um, we, we were talking before we hit record, and I want to spend a little bit of time on this. Um, let's talk about how much snow would need to be on the ground in order for you to fall from a balloon and land comfortably and safely a la Frozen 1. That's, a, that's exactly what I was going to say. Frozen yeah. 1. Frozen 1. You yeah. need yeah. more snow. At least more visible snow. snow. Yeah. She's yeah. flat on an icy ground. Yes. Yeah. She only has a little bit of dust of snow on her knee, I think. To be fair, she is Wolverine's daughter. True. So. She stuck her claws in and like slid exactly. down the, the face. Man, I would watch that. That would be a good a crossover with Lyra, where she has but an adamantium yeah. uh, endoskeleton. She would mess those bears up. I'm saying she's already she's a little afraid, but she she gets her yeah she gets her mm-hmm. steely goodness in this episode. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we don't have to spend that too much time. Was, uh, that that fall was ridiculous, and um, you know last week. We, we talked about the fall and how, you know, that was a really high fall. Like, that was one of those, like, scream and then take a breath and keep screaming falls. And the disappearing scream into the fog that you can still hear. Mm-hmm. That's far. That was far. 100 feet minimum. Yeah. I kept thinking, like, Maui, when he jumped down that thing and he's, like, still falling. Yes. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Or like, uh, like she's been falling for thirty for minutes. For minutes. Like, or Loki's like, I've been falling for thirty minutes. It, it, it was yeah. yeah, it was significant. Even if it was you know thirty feet, that's still you it's know a fall, a real fall, it's enough first. that you would need a softer thing to land on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I watched the behind the scenes shot of them doing the drop of her, and even in that shot where they how they did it. The, the contraption that they had her, the green screen and everything, she was dropping far in that mm-hmm. shot. So I don't want to beat a dead horse about this, but I, that really stood out to me. I'm not saying it pulled me out of the whole show, but a little bit of extra set dressing would have gone a long way in that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, the only way I can like rectify it in my brain is that she fell on pillowy snow and then somehow like slid and then went down that sort of slidey looking thing mm-hmm. behind her. She'd kind have of more snow it. on her, though, right? She'd be covered yeah, she, snow. Yeah, she would. Her hair I, had no snow in it. No, she was not must at all, really. But, you know, the, this is a large problem with the show. Um, I mean, with the, the sets the past few weeks, they, they've just been kind of underdone. You know, going back to Volvanger, my complaints last week about the how everything was so small and contained. And this week, you know, I, I beef up the snow budget. They they could have done more. Yeah, they're in. They seem to be shooting up north in a lot of this. There seems mm-hmm. there should be plenty of snow. I mean, for the snow budget on Game of Thrones, 
Oh. Was probably more than the whole budget of the show, judging by how much snow they put. <laughs> no <on>. budget. <laughs> Do you, did you watch the making of Game of Thrones, where they had the guy that was in charge of snow? No. Did you see this? No. Oh my god! Please watch that episode. It's just it's only about the making of the the final battle or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy that his job, his only job for the whole series was snow. He was the snow guy. If his they name have, wasn't John, I'm going to be so disappointed. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> he was great, though. He's he was like everyone's hero. Please look it up. I'll I'll link. We'll, we'll put a link up somewhere. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right. So moving on from the snow, um, I thought that so she gets up and she there's a wonderful bear reveal through the fog, mm-hmm. which I thought really was was nice. Yeah. Um, the first time we see a bear, she even says there's a nice kind of line reading for her. She thinks it's Yurik, you know. Mm-hmm. And it turns out not to be that. I thought that was a really nice moment. And she's led to Svalbard and surrounding Svalbard. This was a budget choice that I was happy with. Bloody snow, bloody yes. everything. A lot yes. of bloody everything. It was covered in blood and gross. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. gore and yep. it's streaming down the steps and pooling in areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a nice, you could really smell it. Although I would have liked to have seen a little bit in the performance about her, like kind of being disgusted by it. She really mm-hmm. didn't show any disgust, but I was visually disgusted by it. Um, I thought that was a really nice, nice look. And, and you know, it's somewhat what I pictured really yeah. disgusting. Mm-hmm. I pictured more bears. Um, yeah. being around. Yeah. So I think There's they like, said there were 200 bears in the whole right. place. Yeah, yeah 200. Maybe, we saw maybe six or eight tops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other ones were doing other things. Hanging out. They're busy. Um, was Pan was Pan hiding enough when she, when he's thrown in when they're thrown into the cell? Pan is like just falls into the cell. Mm-hmm. So do you think Pan fell out of her coat or was he hiding at the point that? She she was taken into custody because that's such a key he, element. Yeah, I think he was hiding. I don't think the bears got a, the the bear that brought her back had the chance to see Pan, and um, because I, I mean Lyra very quickly was like, "Man, you've got to hide." When the whole plan kind of came together in her head. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I, I think uh, Pan was was hidden enough. Um, and inside her cell, she gets to meet the mysterious scholar that was in the book. Yeah, yes. I was so happy about that. Yes. Uh, Except although this episode, Captain he Doctor Exposition. <laughs> yes. Yep. And I'm holding out my piece of paper. This is exposition. This is for Travis. <laughs> exposition. I know it's right in front of me. Say Captain Exposition, because that's what he was there for. Uh, he, he delivered it in kind of a nutty way that was he did. funny. He kind of was not totally with it. Um, but I, I, I appreciated his presence and that she did get a little bit of information that she needed that was not really delivered in any other way up to that point. Yeah. Um, even even subtly, there were, wasn't like a lot of hints about what Yofor's needs and wants and desires were up to that point. Mm-hmm. So it was. It had some value, but maybe a little ham-handed, considering how close it was to her coming up with her idea. Um, although her her realization of what her plan is going to be when she decides what she's going to do that was really well done, and she played it very well. She did. She kind mm-hmm. of like got that spark mm-hmm. and realized what the plan was going to be. That was pretty solid. 
Yeah, I liked how in the scene when she was sitting there in the cell, like the light just ab- like it was lit like right above her. It looked like an idea went bing. <laughs> bing. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, oh. Um, but I do. I like how she I mean, I think that was part of what we were missing sometimes, Travis, that ability to quickly make this plan of like kind of deceit. Yes. And she and she did here. She did here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it didn't feel out of character. Do you know what I mean? Like it didn't feel like she was playing it this way and now all of a sudden she's trying to play it this way. Like it felt like as situations get more dire, it's she's able to do that more and more. Mm-hmm. Like do you know what I mean? So like when things were just a little bit, she really didn't need to pull out the big guns and show she didn't, but as things start to get more and more intense um and urgent, she's able to use it when she needs it. Which mm-hmm. I think is a which I actually think is a that's a good plan. Yeah. I mean, because if she really, if she lied as much in her day-to-day activities as she did and does in the book. Oh, yeah. Oh. Like, who I mean, would ever believe, like, yeah, I don't yeah. know how she has any credibility or anybody really. Right. She lies no. a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot. Truly. Yeah. Um, Yofor is, she she gets a meeting with Yofor. Mm-hmm. And is taken to him. Um, lots of big chunks of meat in the throne room. Big chunks of meat. Oh, yeah. More blood. So much blood. Lyra walks through a kind of a pool of blood. A mm-hmm. puddle of blood. Yeah. A lot of viscera and vic- mm-hmm. viscous fluids and pretty gross throne room. Um, and Yofor is at the end. What did you think of Yofor's voice work? Peter Serafinowicz, man. That was Darth Maul up there as Yofer. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't read the credits at all. I was I was there that's, for it. That's great. Oh, yeah. yeah he crushed yeah. it. Oh, yeah. He crushed it. Um, the, and the, the animation of his his mouth is so much more like uh, Yurik's is, is more subtle. Yurik mm-hmm. has a sort of a more subtle. He talks a little more deliberate. But Yofor's just everything is so big and his mouth opens wide and he has this sort of slack, sort of a slack part of his yeah. mouth that sort mm-hmm. of like hangs low and you can see his teeth all the time. Oh, he's he's more um, grotesque. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I really like the way they animated him, especially once his armor came off, because this is the first time we saw him without his helmet. Mm-hmm. He takes it off to talk to her. I he's, love how big he was. He's he big. Was huge. Yes. Yes. He was Massive. huge. Just Agreed. Oh, he was amazing. And uh, I made a note that uh, I really felt that that uh, Daphne Keene like really looked like Ruth Wilson in this scene. Huh. Like like there's huh. there there's some elements here where she really had a, a Mrs. Coulter flavor when she's talking to uh, Yofer. And it, it, it worked, especially considering the relationship that Yofer had with mm-hmm. Mrs. Coulter. Mm-hmm. Um, I really felt like that wor- it worked in that scene. Are, are you talking about when she's like... If you want me to stay, I'll stay. Yes. But give me, but give me a chance to show you like how much I love you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she got right by his face mm-hmm. the same way that Mrs. Coulter gets right by the Magisterium guy's face at yep. the end. Yep. Like it's that same like almost going to kiss you, not really. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't mean that Lyra was trying to be seductive. No, but, but it was. I, but uh, it was that very like intimate. I'm I'm coming right. into your space. Right. Um. Being the vulnerable, conversational photo- intimacy is yes, yeah. right. You know, maybe in some way showing vulnerability because you're coming in, you know, coming mm-hmm. in close. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I love. That's, yeah, that's the key to the lie too. Is really yes. getting him to believe her and and also mm-hmm. desire her, not 
in a romantic way, but in a, in As a, a demon. demon way, he, yeah. he yeah. wants a soul, another soul. Yeah. Did he, did he have a doll? I didn't see one. He did not have a doll. doll. That yeah, it was a missed opportunity. Me out. It bumps me out. For the doll. I was looking to it bumps Yeah. The doll gives him like this whole like air of like almost psychosis, yeah. you know, right. and uh, it wasn't there. So that that was a little disappointing. Yeah. And I think I think that the other bears, too, it was it was absent. The chaos, mm-hmm. right. some of that chaos in the in the way the society was kind of functioning mm-hmm. um, was absent. And I get that they didn't necessarily have a lot of time to build that in. Um and it wasn't like it was a hundred percent necessary. I just think it was a, it was a it's a nice added detail. I love that his that his helmet it it looks like a mask. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like he's like he's not even trying. Like other bears, they show their face through their helmet, but he like wants to hide the fact that he's a bear altogether. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Maybe I'm reading too much into his helmet. No, I think but, that's I think that's spot on. I mean, they we they talk in the show about how he doesn't want to be a bear. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's hiding his whole nature yeah. um, from the from you know he's got the the mask in front of him. He's the only one that wears a full face mask. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's hiding his nature yeah. behind like human trappings. So, yeah, but he's not very smart. He he gets really sucked is. into it pretty considering the speed at which information travels and that he and his bears are able to supply and build a working facility for experimentation that you would think that there would be a more I don't know more intelligence and, and less yeah. gullibility in those moments, even though even with the, his desire being so, as strong as it is. Yeah. Though he didn't um, build the lab in this. He didn't facilitate the building of the lab. The lab was there. He just took him to the existing lab, which yeah. was a little disappointing. But and we'll that's talk true. about that later. No, that's but, a good uh, point. That's a good point. Yeah, in the book, he, they build him one, but. This, although I don't know, maybe they built that one in, I don't know, maybe they built it in the past. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, perhaps. But uh, back in our world, uh, Boreal is uh, running a game on uh, Elaine. He he really is. This yeah. is the this is sort of that juxtaposition of what's going on in all these, these different worlds. Lyra's is this big fantasy kind of epic what's mm-hmm. happening in her world and then it's like this much smaller story going on with what Boreal's doing and what he's doing it's so um it's so simple what his attempts to do and how he's trying to confuse um and trick Will's mom in sort of a similar way that Lyra's doing he's sort of you know he he wants one thing right he wants mm-hmm. those letters and he wants to find whatever these objects are that that um, John has taken mm-hmm. and trying to convince her that he's alive. She doesn't believe him. I like that um, you juxtaposed um, Lyra's lies with uh, Boreal's because, uh, you know, they're doing the same thing on the mm-hmm. surface, but the motives are what are the difference between the two actions mm-hmm. because Lyra's are all about altruism. She's lying to protect uh, Yorick. In this case, it's it's uh, Boreal lying for his own disgusting purposes, mm-hmm. and you know it, it tells the whole story about who each character is. Liar is willing to do to to compromise only for other people, whereas Boreal do it just for, just for profit. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The um, but yeah, he was uh, he was awful, and his gaslighting uh, her with the snake, I thought was just a terrible, just terrible. And um, but the the actress, um, Nina Sosanya, mm-hmm. to me, she was she was the MVP of this episode. Mm-hmm. I I felt so deeply for her when um, he left. And you could see the last bits of her strength just go away, and she screamed into that pillow. Mm-hmm. It was it was so it was it was so well done. Um, I I just thought she was fantastic. If you take her and the the woman who's playing Ma Costa, I th- right now I think are the two most powerful performers on the show. Yeah, they're really good, and and her scene with Boreal and Boreal is so still, he has a real stillness to him. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have a lot of business with his body. His acting Mm -hmm. is very still. And what she's doing while still, 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 she, she's able to, she has a real control over her faculties of her face. Yep. And because she can tremble tiny pieces of her face in a way that was pretty striking. She -hmm. was trembling her brow and her cheek a little bit, not just her lip, but she was able to tremble pieces of her face mm-hmm. when she was trying to hold it together. We it's know all that she's barely contained. Yeah, she's barely able to sort of hold it together. She holds it together for the most part this whole oh, episode, yeah. which oh, is yeah. remarkable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but she, everything she has is just holding herself to, you know, even. Yeah. Up against someone who is cunning and smart and driven and is from another world mm-hmm. um, and learned and and um, she's she holds her own and kind of pisses him off really he gets back to the mm-hmm. car and he is pissed go get the letters you know he wasn't Any able to get can. the letters from her mm-hmm. you know he thought oh I can do this he just opens the door lets himself in like the cockiness uh, of that alone yes yeah. she reaches yeah. over to lock the door and he just clo- opens the door quietly it's like oh I'll go sit in your where's in your, your lounge den- yeah where's your, where's mm-hmm. your lounge Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Gross. He, he it was. Conti- yeah, he continues to be gross. It was the first time that I was like, uh, when he was on screen. Yeah. Because even Obsession, I wrote down, Obsession looks good on him. Like, even when he's sitting there, like, obsessing about the letters, I was like, ooh, he looks so nice, obsessed. But then he goes in there and he does that, and it was just, it was skeevy. It was just yeah. gross. And I, I think one of the things that you're talking about when, when he gets so angry, and I love this, is I think this is where she was able to keep it together. It, it was like Hulk saying, I'm always angry. She was like, I'm afraid of everything. Yes. What, what's, what, you're, what's you? Like one more thing. Yeah, it's one more thing to be afraid yeah. of. Yeah. She's like, you're, and I think that's, that's where she found that bit of strength. That anchor for herself is like, you're just one of uh, um, all these other things, real and not real, that I'm afraid mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. Um she owns her fear. She knows who she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of screaming in here though. When 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 a lot of cathartic screaming. Right, Mrs. Coulter and that Ms. crazy yeah. roar in the beginning. Mm-hmm. That was what was that? The, the spittle the spittle roar. Yeah. 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 I, I, what, what was that? I, I couldn't even like wrap my brain around the sound that came out of her mouth. Mm-hmm. That was just. I mean, it was it was pure animal sound, like yeah. a pure animal sound, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. there was no human like wah, yelling in there. It was all like a brah, like Yorick. 
There's and, something I, and to... I'm sorry, when you, this goes back to all the way back to when she's monkey slapping that guy, and then mm-hmm. last week when she's you know monkey mclaning her way through the the pipes, <laughs> the there has got to be an in-story reason why she's so animalistic. I mean, it's so blatant. You've got a whole world of people who've got these demons who don't act like that. Well, Mm. maybe it's just another one of her, like Boreal's kind of like slithery, slithery snake. And, you know, and then that doctor was like, Foxy. Maybe it's just just another way of her chewing scenery. But Lord Boreal, I mean, he doesn't like slither on the floor trying to get from place to place. You know? I know, but don't you think it's maybe I just Ruth would, would Wilson's tape? I would I, watch that. Would watch that. <laughs> I would watch that too. Yeah, I would watch that. Uh, yeah, we, we have one more episode. Who <laughs> 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 yeah. could only hope? Uh, uh, no, it I, I, Crom who turns into a snake at the end of a uh, Conan. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I would. I would watch a scene like that. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like maybe it's I don't know that there's anything deeper more than her acting choices. She's giving a s- capital S strong performance. Um it doesn't it's not always it doesn't always land perfectly, but the mm-hmm. last couple episodes, man, she has been like at an eleven and a half for mm-hmm. two straight hours. Yeah. With yeah. no no modulation. She is, you know, r- up here at the very top. And that's the thing I think I'm doing. It's like either uh, I want her to have some kind of narrative reason for this, because if not, it's just way too much and it's turning me off. So I'm I'm right. forcing myself to hope that there's a, a, a narrative reason that has not yet been revealed. Okay. Yeah, I won't I, take that from you. It, it, you can. She can scream and yell and be pissed and and be on a certain level, but she has, I'm not an actor, you know, you could, everyone can shit on me if they want, but it's like, there's, there's, there's subtlety and there are levels and there, there are chances for her to, to pull back that could make her more menacing and more scary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, she, you know, even some of the stuff where she's whispering also feels like it's at 11 and a half, you know, it's not, it's not okay. She's not yelling, but she's like whisper yelling. You know, cause it's mm-hmm. so up here, um, and she's got this smirk on her face, like she knows she's chewing the scenery. Um, she's a big actress. She's doing big, big stuff. Which is uh, cool because I mean I have loved her since uh, Luther. So a, I, I think strong. she's fantastic. Um, I'm just confused by the monkey choices. Very. Monkey. I feel like I should. I feel like she's excessively monkey. She's very monkey. She's yeah. very monkey. Um, yeah, I, we'll see. We have one more episode. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't expect we, us to get an answer about the monkeyness. I think that's just a choice. I think that's yeah. an acting choice. Because what? Because what if she does do, do a monkey exposition next week, and then I'm all I like. I've been waiting for this, but it's exposition. What do I do? <laughs> we get a ten minute scene where she just talks about how she acts like a monkey. <laughs> Travis is like, notes. Wonderful. Pages flying. This is incredible. <laughs> oh boy. So yeah. So back to um, Svalbard. Oh And man. we're back in the interior sets for the fight. And I'm mm. super disappointed. Yeah, Same. this took me away. It, no armor. No, no armor. armor. No. I, I've got that in my notes. 
There yeah. was I mean, no armor. Is it harder to an- I don't I mean that was a weird choice to me. Yeah. Cuz you also showed the importance of the armor to the bears. And then they just took it off. Is 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 is, is we read about it a lot in the book, but they they talk about it in the show. Mm-hmm. How important it is, what it means to him, how important it is to all of them. And the fact that he fought without it on takes away that pe- like he took his soul off to fight to the death. That's when and you put it on. And if you're going to do that, make it make it a, make a reason for it. Say Give it. me a reason for it. Yeah. I'm taking off this armor because I don't want it to be damaged by something like you or whatever, you know, something like that. You're not worth my armor. Just give me something. That was just I it was I didn't like it. The whole setting was a little bit problematic for me. Um or a lot problematic for me. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. th- no armor. Six seven bears in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, Daphne Keene, uh, Lyra is is basically standing in the fighting area the, the whole time yeah. Yeah. In, in incredible danger. Like, get out of the way, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight was really different. The movie yeah. and the book were very similar. Yes. And then the ultimate, the way it it way it ends, the way it culminates is sort of off screen, and it's really just a neck bite. Right. I feel like the weight of him tricking him. In the show, he act, he says, oh, well, I, I found out he could be tricked. But it wasn't the same kind of trick. I didn't really he get didn't, the He trick. didn't trick him. He didn't, he didn't look. trick him. Lyra just came over, and he he was actually injured, and Lyra kind of yeah. psyched him up. Yeah, he got yeah. that jump on him. He hopped up a little bit and jumped on him when yeah. he saw Lyra. Well, he was, and Yofor was, was you, know, pro, uh, you know, speaking. Yeah. You know, saying how, what, a, what a badass he was. Yeah, uh, well, he was about to swat Lyra, and then Yofer, I mean, Yorick, right. you know, he, he got up and then and, and stood up for her, and then just, you know, and, and then what, what got me was Lyra didn't watch. She turned away. Yeah. That's not her. Because it's key in the book and in the movie that Lyra watches that. Yeah. Because she is there for her friend. There's nothing that Yorick can do that's going to repulse her. Yeah. And she turned away. She turned away. And I thought that that was, it wasn't in keeping with the character. And, um, you know, we also didn't get that visible, visceral, you know, jaw swat. The, uh, I, yeah. I wrote in my notes, no gore with like yeah. a sad face. Yeah, and it's I, like a couple puncture wounds, it, but nothing it, it, significant. No, and and I hate to, you know, and there was no bears. Who is your king? I was waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, they gave it to me in the movie, y'all. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean, like the movie who made this scene two and a half minutes long. We got a we got a much longer build up to this, mm-hmm. but the fight was shorter and less dynamic. Yeah. Um, it wasn't as exciting. It wasn't this big open forum where it was mm-hmm. like they were cheering bears around that were like rooting on. And and the, the problem with Lyra being so present in the fight to me and then her going over to him is Yofer not only is like, you lied to me. Like he realizes that she lied, which never happens. Never happens. He dies before he knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Yurik is fighting for Lyra instead of fighting for his own honor and the mm-hmm. importance of his own people. Lyra is in danger. He fights for her and he ultimately kills Yofor to protect her. And in that one moment, even though maybe not the greater fight was about that, Lyra was in danger in that moment. He stood up for her. Yep. And it really bums me out because Yof- if anything, Yurik and Yofor, that that's a, a blood rivalry. 
they don't need any outside stimulus to make them hate each other and fight to the death. No, York wanted Yofer dead for yes. what he did to him, not because Lyra was in danger. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't necessary. Yeah. It was and absolutely that, unnecessary. And how did how did the guy in the cell describe Yofer's hate for York? I loved it. I can't remember now, and I should have written it down, but he had said it fast enough where he was like saying like something about hating him and like he's filled. Do, do you remember what I'm talking about? I I'll don't. have to go back. I'll have to go back. But he had this great quote about how much Yofer hated Yorick and how he was like filled with his hate, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm and bummed te- now. Yeah, they tease it. She says his name and like Yofer freaks out. Yeah. And screams. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it, 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 there's a real power there. And, and there was also a nice moment where he says, you know, Yorick, when he's ready to fight, you know, and his voice like rumbles and it blows out the fire that's mm-hmm. next to where they're standing, which is really, you know, um, I was actually thinking that was going to be awesome at that point. But then they just go into the throne room to fight a little bitty space, a confined space. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's that, uh, you know, like I was saying about the sets before, and I think this is all of a, of a point is that they don't have they're not communicating scale well on the show at I, all. I, I'm going to say something. And I, I know we all I, I like BBC. I like I like a lot of BBC shows. Mm-hmm. This feels like it's got like a Doctor Who Doctor Who feel budget level. Mm, yeah, and that's not the budget it needs. It no. needs Game of Thrones money, or yeah. maybe maybe not even Game of Thrones money, but more money. Absolutely, it, it feels inexpensive. Absolutely. There are moments that are like, whoa, this looks really good. And, and we're going to hit a moment. Good. We're going to hit another moment soon that uh, I think illustrates that. Oh. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. So the fight is, is a little bit of a... Huh. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote meh. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's disappointing. You know, the, um, the best... If the best part of the fight to me was the reveal of the blood moss afterwards... Yes. Because I was like, blood moss! <laughs> um, yeah. That got me the most excited. That, that yeah. That's a little bit of a problem. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wincing in the video, yeah. you'll see. Pharmaceuticals yeah. should not be the high point of a fight scene. Yeah, you know, and and you know, and and coming from Travis, who worships the pants of Yorn. Pharmaceuticals. <laughs> you worship pharmaceuticals. <laughs> it's it's a it was a it was a letdown. You know that this was this is one of like three of the biggest moments in the whole book. Yep. Mm-hmm. The most exciting and and you know, the, are you not entertained? You know, like it's <laughs> big. You know. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> It was just like the bears that were with barely said anything. They chanted maybe once. They've blown the two biggest scenes so far on this show. What was the other one? The bullbanger fight scene. Yeah, because Serafina did it by herself. And she, because most of it took place in my dining room. It was t- a little bitty area. There yeah. was no conflict outside of bullbanger. There wasn't a lineup of Tartars. Yep. It was just three or four dudes with dogs. Mm-hmm. Serafina as Quicksilver in a hallway. In a hall, a t- yeah. There's nobody there, and then, um, and then it was over. And yeah. you know, they they showed that she taught her that f- that flower was flammable, and she didn't use that. I no. was like, where is my flammable flower? You set that place on fire, you s- Lyra. You set it up that she mm-hmm. knows that flower is flammable, and you did not use it. All she did was turn on the machine, pushed. Although that was kind of funny when she said she was pushing every button until something happened. Right. That was cute, um, but. You're, you're right. They're, they're 
they're dropping the ball here in the in the home stretch with yeah. the big action sequences. They really are. And I think it's I think it's but it's got to be budgetary. The actors are doing their work. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. And the, I don't and have a complaint about smaller that. moments. Yeah, yeah, are really landing. Um, mm-hmm. Even and Lee, I think there's Lee's a reason that. Too. Yeah, but I think there's a reason that we're most of our praises is, is for the real world scenes. It's because we don't have any of those budgetary issues. We don't have a lot of. They're not building sets. They're not building all these things. Like they're just throwing us into the world, letting the actors do what they do. Mm-hmm. You know, it's in Lyra's world where the show's falling down. Yeah. And Trollison was really good. Like, Trollison was a good set. Yes. It was right. very lived in. And I was like, mm-hmm. ooh. You know, I wonder if they like, spent a lot of money on Trollison. Maybe they blew all their budget on, budget on Trollison. Yeah. I mean, getting uh, Dudley Dursley has got a, can't be cheap. He's not cheap. He's a big star now after that Coen Brothers movie. Um, so, going back to, we see Roger. Yes, Roger. We, we um, it, their their affection for each other. They maybe you're playing up a little bit. The lots of hugging. Yeah, yeah I wrote that. You're down. nodding, right? Oh yeah. No, I was just like, uh, they are um, over. They're overplaying they it. Close? I think a little bit. <laughs> Look, um, I love you. If something bad happens to you, I'll be really sad. She didn't even hug him back for a little bit on one of the hugs. <laughs> And then she finally puts her arms around him. Um, he's he's a little, yeah, maybe he's like a little bit of a Klingon. Like maybe she's like, maybe I don't like this kid so much. You know, like get this kid away from me, bro. But as soon as he shows up exposition, mm-hmm. like that's how he greets her. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was in this cave and Lee and da, 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 and Lee and then a crash and blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, great. It was okay, Roger's day it. out. I wrote it in my notes. It was Roger's day out. We got it. We got it. When, we, when, we, when he came back, he told us everything you did. Yeah. I would watch a Home Alone style movie with Roger in the cave and two kind of like bumbling cliff gas trying to get into the cave. <laughs> oh would you watch? And he's like sets these little booby traps with like ki- pieces of kitchenware that he stowed away with him. As long as uh, Joe Pesci is one of them, I'm all about <laughs> Joe yeah. Pesci as Cliff Gast. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I would watch that for sure. Oh, man, and Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, big star. Yeah. So um, then they go to the Magisterium. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're packing up. They are. How do they get that news so fast? That's what I, that, I, that's, that's I mean, note. for real. That's yeah. my quote. Yofer is dead. How do you know? They ain't no text messaging. No. Ain't no ravens. No ravens, no and owls. Their, their alethiometer takes weeks to give a message. And that dude still hasn't given an answer to the other two things that he was supposed to get earlier on the yeah, show. He's already running right. behind. So how do they know about Yofer? Weak. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was like, how do they get the news? That's the only motivation for them to be packing up and going north. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I didn't need that information. I think I it would have been okay because of this climactic battle next week it doesn't need to be the whole damn magisterium it could be just that group of tartars that are left over that we didn't see and culture's people that's why they that's how they've screwed up the ballvanger ballvanger after ballvanger the egyptians are supposed to set place on fire mrs coulter is supposed to chase the kids with the remnants of her guys the kids are supposed to get away in this in this case, Mrs. Bullvanger slinks off alone, you know, does her little incredible Hulk walk away and nothing. 
Uh, and then she's still there. It's not like last week it looked like she was, you know, slinking away to like escape. She's this week, hiding and she looking around a corner. Yeah. yeah. Is she like under a desk? I mean, where was she the whole time the no, Egyptians were no. still there? She was standing looking at the broken machine. I mean, like, it seems like she's just standing there yelling at the machine. Where uh, did the Egyptians go? They just well, left and got yeah. it and took the trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they set like two fires. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, it's disappointing at this point. Really disappointing. All, everything that's taking place in Lyra's world, I'm just disappointed in. Yeah. I'm, I'm finding things to like in that story arc. I just think that the 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 big swings for the fences are coming up empty, a little bit yeah. empty. Uh, yeah, yeah, and 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 just to give a little bit of a a fair shot to them. I mean, I think I think one of the things I I like that this that the show has been doing is it's been giving you enough magisterium for them to feel like the threat that they are. Which in the book we had said, like, who are they and what do they even want? And and I think that I think they're making it pretty clear here for the most part and like, you know, having them be, um, having them be a, a threat. Um, I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the choice, uh, the composition of frame that has been, that repeated itself throughout this episode, the opening shot, which was a cool shot is just Mrs. Col- it's coming up on, it's a black, it's black and, and there's just the square mm-hmm. and Mrs. Coulter is standing in the middle and that repeats itself with her. Like, three other times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, you know, and then it even repeats itself. I think it repeats itself maybe with one other person. Oh, oh yeah. With, uh, Will's mom, when she's going to the safe house, like, yes, people are boxed in by their situations or yes, they're feeling trapped or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they were just, uh, and let's um, draw a picture of it. Yes. I, and, and I think that when they use, like, I, I loved it as the opening shot mm-hmm. after I saw it three times, I was just like, and the magisterium yeah. scene was one there too, where she's standing there in this the big open hangar door, and that's what you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I do like that at least the magisterium is keep being is consistently being brought into it, like brought into it, so we can understand the threat level. Yeah, we're yeah. coming Maybe back to better. them. I, I I agree with that. That's yeah. a good point, Joanna. I, I agree with that. Uh, and they're they're. I, I don't know that they're they have menace but they certainly are present and we're more aware of what they want. You don't think they're mwahing They're enough? funny menacing in a way. <laughs> like yeah. they are a little bit like that. Uh, but I, I, I almost would like kind of a star chamber scene where they're all together in like a smoky room, mm. like making plans and being like powerful people. Yeah. Like really scary, powerful people, mm-hmm. you know, putting people, make, you know, making choices about people's life and death. Mm-hmm. You know, appro- approving children, approving children to be killed, not mm-hmm. just carrying it out, which we saw the two scientists sort of struggling with, mm-hmm. but not sort of, sort of struggling with, but like somebody told them to do that. And it's not just Mrs. Culture. Someone's telling Mrs. Culture to do it. So we can go all the way to the top on this. Mm-hmm. This is that church abuse stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Mm. Eh. I don't hate it. I just, I, I'm, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in Will's world, um, a little bit of a change here. The music teacher has been replaced with the boxing instructor. Yeah. Yes. That, that worked for me. It worked for me, I too. I thought that was good. I, you know, we don't need to bring in another character. That no. guy said he would be here for him, and that scene played out very natural, naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also felt there's a little more protection there. 
you know, some, you know, very old woman who's uh, who's (laughs) teaching, I don't know how much much protection she's going to be. So, you know, like a boxing instructor, it's like, well, at least, you know, she'll be in in good hands, literally in good hands. Yeah. Um, That works for me. He seems like a genuinely good man. Yeah. What do you say? He has extra PJs or something for her, which I thought was very cute, a cute line. Um, And, but the the reason why Will said he was going to go and clean up the house from someone breaking in and an adult is just going to let him go do it. Yeah. You go back to that. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. The cops would have been waiting there when you got there. You're 14. You're not telling me that I'm not calling the cops. Yeah. I, I don't know. mm, The thing about him dropping off the music teacher, he doesn't let on anything's, anything's going on. Right. You know, it's just like, she's like, Oh, he's like, now I just need to take a, I need to take care of some stuff. And she just sort of has to do it. The Um, Will's Will's explanation for not, um, wanting the police involved does make sense. Yes. And I can imagine his boxing coach not wanting to have him put into the system. Yes. Right. That makes sense. But even so. still, he would go with him, you know, or right. something. Let's all go. It's it's about to be nighttime. Right. Yeah. It's going to be dark mm-hmm. in like an hour. Yeah. Um, so he goes back to the house and... But I'm sorry, but before we oh, go back sure. to the house, yeah. um, the scene when Will um, says goodbye to his mother... I thought was was so good. I mean, Amir Wilson again uh, is just—he's such a good actor. He really is. Um, he is. I, I'm I'm looking forward to to next season when he gets to spend more time when he gets to spend time with Lyra um, and be this be the center of the show because mm-hmm. whenever he's on the screen, I have to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like engaged with his entire story mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, I just think he's uh, he's uh, for for his age, he's a heck of a uh, charismatic actor. With his story, there's also very little distraction outside of them as actors mm-hmm. being able to deliver the take us on this journey. Yeah. There's not so much going on around them that you can really focus on him. You can really focus on his mother. Yeah. You can focus on even Boreal. Those yeah. are really interesting people. And you want to follow them. You want to learn about them. You know, uh, Mary Malone, this makes me excited for her, too. Oh, yeah. Like her reveal. Mm-hmm. And, like, we can mm-hmm. really focus on her. There's a real meatiness to, like, what we will be able to see in the next in the next season. And I think, you know, once they're involved in, in the more fantastical elements, uh, it might be more engaging for us because we've had the time to be to, to find a connection with Will. Like, mm-hmm. Will is now our POV character going into the the fantastic part of this this story. So uh, you know, I think that this that what we're seeing on that side of the story bodes well for season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they really set it up well. I, re- I remember when they first panned into Will's world, I was like, oh, it's so early. It was like the second episode, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it the second episode? Was, it, was, the first was episode. it the first? Was it the first episode? No, it, it was the second one because yeah. um, I think the name of our episode is like, they, oh, yo, they went there or something like oh, that. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. so I think it's the second episode. So, and I remember being really worried about how they were going to pace introducing these aspects of Will and his story where it was, you know, how is it going to merge smoothly? Mm-hmm. And I felt really, like, I feel really happy with where that part of the story is is going to merge. I even felt like maybe, you know, I could see a couple moves ahead and maybe see, like, where it might 
like where they might end up together mm-hmm. at the, uh, le- the next episode, which is the last episode of the season, right? Eight, only mm-hmm. eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, that is a plus for me. Um, cause I was worried about it at first. I was yeah. just not sure. Um, but you're right. Amir Wills, he just, he like is every time he's on, I'm just like, I I want to, I want to be his friend. Mm-hmm. I want to be his great. buddy. He's great. You know, one going back to what you were touching on, Joanna. Mm-hmm. I think that this layering of Will, like getting Will in in this season has t- worked like gangbusters. I completely mm-hmm. agree. I wonder if they could have done everything they've done up to this point without Boreal being in that world. Yeah. And not knowing that there were openings between worlds yet, because I think so. He he does drive some of the plot forward, but nothing that couldn't be uh, accomplished with something else. Right, and nothing that couldn't have been revealed later. Yeah, like it it could the be perfectly fine. It. Yeah, it could have been perfectly fine that it was yeah. Boreal who was sending those Bugs. people in. Yeah, but he didn't need to be there. Right, and reveal it, could it be, next year. Yeah, next it year, could yeah. be. Yes, it could be revealed later, and and I think that would have that would have added to some of that for sure. Yeah, have um, the mustache guy end up being uh, Boreal's driver, mm-hmm. you know, and that's right. it. Then we're done. We've got done. It. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, d- so did you want to touch on anything else before we talk a little bit more about Will and what happens next at, at his house? Well, we do. There there are two points. Uh, we jump back to the to Lyra's world where uh, Serafina um, mm-hmm. comes to talk to Lee. And we get uh, another exposition dump. Uh, and this one, actually, to me, was the most frustrating one. Mm-hmm. Not, not because there was so much of it, but because they were actually telling us things that happened earlier in this episode. It's just, I don't know what, what what's going on with pacing on that, that side of the story. You know, cause, since they're two wildly different things, maybe there's a magical difference with demons that prevent good pacing. But I, I just felt like there was just like way too much um, talking about we, what we just saw. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think, yeah. And I think there's also way too much time spent trying to convince Lee to that it's, yeah. Like it, it I, I don't know that he needed He's that much persuasion. Board. Right. Like he was stating, he might have been stating when they were having that original talk in the balloon, like, ooh, this is more than I thought. And, mm, you know, I wanted to retire, but it wasn't like I want to stay out of it. Right. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and this I is th- another contract. Yeah. He's a very biz- business-like yeah. instead of that he actually cares about her. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, because isn't it, is it before or after that where he, when he finds out he's alive, she's like, yes. And he's like tearing up. Yeah. And, and then it's like, well, what's the next, you know, part of this arrangement going to be? I'm like, that doesn't make, it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's ham-handed too. Yeah. yeah. Because and, I uh, think that he, like, he really does have affection for her. Oh yeah. For sure. And they're, they're showing that. And even when, you know, you know, Lyra helped him get his kingdom back, he's like, Ooh, almost like I knew she was special. He like, he knows right. she's special. Yeah. And then he pulls that crap where he's like, well, um, you know, you got any, uh, you know, mm-hmm. what's what's next for me? I mean, am I done? And it's like, well, don't you want to be a part of this in a way? Like, this is an adventure. And that's what he is. He's, at, at, he's an adventurer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know why they're playing this hesitancy up. It's not him. the performance. It's it's in the it's in the text. It's in the text. 
Yeah. You know, we can get on him all we want about his Texan accent, but he's delivering the material. Mm-hmm. And this episode, we really could get on him about that Texan accent. He, he brought it out a little bit. Oof. He got a little twang. He got some twang uh, out. And then he didn't. And then he and, did. And then he did. And then he didn't. I did yeah. like it when he hooted, hooted and hollered real yeah. loud. <laughs> right. That was pretty good. And I, and uh, I liked Hester's. Uh, I, I'm not sure I like that song anymore. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I sing when I'm nervous or whatever. Yeah, that that was cute. It it still works, but there's just uh, yeah. But you're right about Serafina, and then again, she just shows up like, where is everybody else? Like they're just, Mm -hmm. you know, can't there be just some some background people standing there that are dressed in costume? Yeah, I mean, like, wouldn't that be? I hate to dog this particular part of it because we've been giving them a pass. We gave them a pass early on about not seeing enough demons, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, it's fine. I can give them a pass on that because it is sort of a small thing and it didn't affect the overall thing. But now that there's bigger things happening, it concerns me because I know where the whole story is going. And if we get three seasons, they need to, it's going to be big. And yeah. if they don't do it big, it's going to be disappointing. Because if I see three or four angels floating around next season, I'm flipping tables. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. That would yeah. be that will be ridiculous. Or a castle well, in the sky. Or, or, oh, you know, what, or I'm you know. nervous about what that castle could look like. Yeah, and don't give me a Chittagaze that looks like freaking Bayonne, New Jersey. Yeah. You know, give me something. I want to see something big and exciting and like awe-inspiring. Or the you know the the the. Yeah, <laughs> some, some you know some of the effects are pretty. The effects are pretty good. The animals are pretty good when they choose to do them. That's it's that, but it's just the, the bigger. Th- yeah, I yeah. love how yeah. you are just giving up in like disgust. Uh, and you're still on, still on board. Still, I on love board. it. No, I just love it. It's just it's funny. It makes uh, me laugh. And speaking of effects, the next shot, the next scene, when when they're riding uh, Yorick. Oof. Oh my god. Yeah. That was the one you didn't want to see when yeah. we first saw them ride him. Yeah. The close up with like the 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 color wasn't quite right. And it the goofy like, smiles. And, yeah. You know, ah, this is wonderful and this is beautiful. And like it doesn't look like they're actually cold. Um yeah, there's some there's some problems there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, I, I but was a jump sure. cut to Will that was pretty good though. Yeah. Smiling yes. and then it was like boom him. Yeah. I thought that was another one of those like quick mm-hmm. things where they are in running in parallel. Yes. They're headed in the same direction. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whatever that direction is, they're heading in the same way. Right. Mm-hmm. So that, that worked for me. And it yep. was also a nice cut to get away from that scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I feel like that's what the editor did. Just like, no, just stop it. Just cut it. I mean, yeah. I can't look at this anymore. And look but, at Roger, just Roger on there, just clutching just onto her. Clutching onto so her. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> love that he feels As for her. Air supply is playing. <laughs> He's not all out of love. He's all full of love. <laughs> Sheesh. Here I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back to uh, Will, Will's, Will's world. Okay, so um, let me, let me first talk about, let me I've been in love with Will's house. Beautiful house. Oh, They're, my they God. They got means. They have means. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that monthly check has got to be... That is not a tiny check. No, Dude. it's not. No, that's that's yeah. like fifteen bills. That's yeah, good. That, that is that house is lovely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, and, and, and well kept. Very much so. Someone they, they've got to have a guy having trouble. She's got keeps a very tidy house. Yeah, and we did see Murder Cat. We got our, our first. Uh, we got Murder Cat. Let's talk about mur- let's talk about murder real quick. Murder so this is the thing. Let me go back to what I was thinking 
when Boreal was in, went into her house and was talking to her, I was like, is Will going to kill Boreal? I thought the same thing. I was like, because that would be such a huge change. And it would be maybe the only reason you would bring him into this season this early is to like be done with them and change the way they do the next season. So when he didn't, I was like, oh, God, I was really waiting for it to happen. You know, that he was going to be the one that goes back into the house and he was going to be. We saw the stupid cat. And also, it was like, you know, he's sitting there like, oh, we know he's going to play a part in this episode. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, murder cat, murder cat, murder cat. <laughs> yes. She's back. She's back. She's back. Now, did, did Will wrap up his fists in the book? I know he like in the show he did it because he's a he's a boxer and it yeah. makes he sense. just sh- he just he shoves just shoves him. yeah and he falls down yeah, the stairs okay. he doesn't go, he doesn't go over the railing he falls okay. down the stairs because I like that he was he was ready man he was like ready it was to like a necktie or something it was just like boom he popped him in the kid yeah. and the guy went flying yeah and tripped over a murder cat and that was it yep that was he, it his cohort did not come fast enough no it's a minor quibble but yeah. he just crashed the house is not that big right. He would come hear it and come running, right? Mm. That was a little bit like there was a long period of time before anything happened. Yeah, because he didn't even see Will. I mean, he just like like Will's gone already. The moment the no book is chilling because he walks. The guy looks at him. He's like horrified. That, yeah, somebody like, somebody just died. Doing? Yeah, like, right. this was supposed to be just a snatch and grab. Yeah. And I, now somebody's dead. I didn't think a kid was going to kill my partner. You know, it wasn't yeah. a kid. It was murder cat. It was murder cat. That's true. I want somebody to make me like a little video clip. You remember Nyan Cat? Of course. Yes. But, the, I, but uh, I want it to be Murder Cat. And, and I want to I don't want to play it over and over and over and over and over again across <laughs> my screen. That's what I want. I like it. With an air supply, like a air supply. That'd be great. Rainbows coming out of its butt. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes. My I favorite mean, murder cat. Yes. I'd want a shirt. A murder mm-hmm. cat shirt. Instead of being like a pop tart, it could be like the letter case. She's tough too. She got a little funky ear. Like she does. Been, yeah, she's been around. She's been around. She's been through some stuff. She knows what's up. She yep. does. She goes um, on the streets. <laughs> he goes and it it feels like maybe he wants to see his mom again. Yeah. Who's looking out the window? Mm-hmm. Um, but he decides he decides better of it. We know where he's going right now, which yep. is crazy. Right. Yep. That I know exactly what the next step in this kid's life is going to be, which yeah, I bet we don't see hardly anything. Maybe we do see a little bit next week. Maybe we see a little bit next week, but we might not. Like, do we see him? You know what I mean? I like suspect without, it'll so, happen early in the episode because I because in my head that this episode, this the next week's episode ends with uh, something happening and. Yeah. Um, Lyra and him meeting. That's how it happens in my head. Do you think so they'll it's meet? Happen earlier. Think Do you so. think that that the big thing is going to happen earlier? In the I episode? think you, I think you have to bring the A and B plots together before the end of the season, or else it's weird. Yeah, I wrote in my notes the shiz is going down in episode eight for shizzle. Because for this shizzle, because it's like it's gonna and but yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I didn't foresee it maybe as early, yeah. but for for sure. Yeah. Well, sure. yeah, I think he's at least going to do the the first thing mm-hmm. in the, close to the beginning of the episode, and then he'll do some wandering, and then Bing, mm-hmm. Bing. Yeah, I could see that happening. So, I, I would be okay with that. I'd be okay yeah. with that. Uh, so we uh, we we never ending story our way up to Azriel's <laughs> lab. 
we get to Asriel's lab, and uh, and he goes, and then he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a luck puller bear. <laughs> oh my god! And there's no she little whispers, bridge. Whispers in his ear, and he doesn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no bridge, no, uh, no slippery bridge. They yeah. just go there, yeah, and he lays go. down. No you know, it's not that big. It's kind of a huh, another one of a, you know. It but, just happens. But here's, here's the other thing. He's going to go and he's going to tell the, the bears to stand down. Right. Mm-hmm. Bears don't know that he's the king now. Exactly. They, well, all they the, know the is that, found out already. How yeah, do they not true. know? They I all know, have like Wi-Fi. They, got they all Wi-Fi got the, the alert noodles. on their phones. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But, but going back to five seconds ago, I totally agree. It's yeah. like they wouldn't. Yeah. They're, those bears are going to say, "Oh, by the way, I killed you." Yeah, it's like, yeah, they're going to be pissed. Yeah, because they know that he's Yurik and yeah. he, he, that he's a persona non grata, bear non grata. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, a little yeah. bit of a little bit of a plot hole there. Yeah. So our boy Thorold uh, yes. opens up the door, lets in the kiddos, yep. and um, and Roger very conveniently walks into the next room, but Lyra doesn't, and uh, Azriel has his big. We haven't seen him since episode one. I nope. know. We're all special. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the next scene we get with him. And uh, how do you think he delivered this moment? I liked it. Winner. Good. I yeah, winner. It. I agree. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah. We should back up and McAvoy the heck out of it. Like that was yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's small and then big and small and big. He's he's doing something. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and it's not is all clear- big. I, I, what I liked was that if you're Lyra, you could be feel rejected hearing what he said. Mm-hmm. If you're an adult watching that scene, you know that there are a number of different layers and he is, does not want her there for her own safety. Mm-hmm. You can see that in his performance. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just I love the different light, the 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 multiple layers in in that performance. Really, really nicely done. Mm-hmm. And this is why you need somebody like McAvoy for real. Like why you need somebody like him to be able to deliver that in a way that was, like my heart stopped. I, I you know um, I, I he came, he had the little little clench of the of the railing, his knees buckle a little bit. He drops his papers like all these things that again, just like in the book, she doesn't notice. Yeah. But when we are reading it, we see those things when he's clutching the mantle and we understand, you know, in the book, when I read it, I read it so much angrier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really love the desperation that was in his voice. He was yes. still angry, but it wasn't at her. Yep. But you, angry I mean, at the universe. Yeah. You know? I, but, and of course, again, she wouldn't know that. So she thinks, oh, my God. But in the book, it felt like he was angry, like literally angry at her. And this I didn't get that feeling. In, and I right. like that. I like that. But you know what's jacked up about that? Hmm. He's angry that she's there and he's desperate that she's there. But he's angry and desperate because he knows he's still going to do what he's what he wanted to do. He will tell her to leave. I mean, he's like, you should leave. Be before because I. If, yeah. Exactly. Because if he, he wouldn't have to be angry or desperate. He could just be a little frustrated and go, what the heck is this? Mm-hmm. If she showed up. But he knows that he, he still would do it. And that's what I love about that whole performance. And that's what I love about that whole um, that whole section of the book. He is that horrible. I'm telling you. 
Abraham. Yeah. Right there. But I, but I did love when he looked over and saw Roger. And it's like Roger looked like, like a chicken on a deserted want, island. With like funny cartoons. I want someone <laughs> to look at me stops. the way James McAvoy looked at Roger. Yes. I was like, oh my God. He was yep. licking his chops. <laughs> that look, he was hungry. They just put fresh fries in the fryer. <laughs> I'm just going to wait here and o- order in five minutes. My God. Uh, he was real excited. He's like, oh, I'm traveling next week. And not just a heel turn. There's a moment where he's like, oh. And he kind of like turns into a gentleman. I'm so glad they sent you. It was a good good save. It was a good save, I will say that. And who are you? And uh, oh. Oh, are you now? Like, are, oh, how lovely. I'm you so work in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm so, glad, so you. glad that you're here. He's yeah. slowly putting away his copy of To Serve Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And Roger, I mean, you know, Roger's an idiot. So, you know, yeah. he's just sitting there. I don't there. know. Roger was looking at him like, like yeah. what he's are like, you looking at? Anybody want a hug? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I'm the world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, sir. He just started hugging me. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lord. Oh, so that was um, it. Th- good scene. Yes. Um, good save. Good ending mm-hmm. to the to mm-hmm. the sh- to the the episode. Um, the teaser for next week. Um, I have concerns, but I'm 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 ready. I'm ready and willing. Here's what I'm hoping we don't get. Monkey and tiger action. Oh no! Uh, God, you were remi- so scared. I forgot about it. it. So did I, Alaric. You're gonna have to deal with it if I have to deal with it. God, I can't. I just, no, no. I don't want to see that. Oh my no. god! And then what? Then what happens when it's monkey snake? They're gonna show monkey snow leopard. They're showing monkey snake. Guaranteed. Oh. You know, yeah, you know it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I meant to mention the close up on um, on uh, the monkey. Really close shot of the monkey's face as he turns. Was that the un- yeah un- from his shot? perspective yeah, 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 yeah. looking that was at a her? Great shot. I like that quite a bit. Me too. Mm-hmm. And she didn't smack him at all this episode. No. She's real concentrating on like amassing this army and yeah, you know, dealing with this assault on what again. Yeah. I don't is she going? What are? Who does she think she's going to fight? You know, uh, is there anybody to fight? There's no Egyptians. They're, they they're going some other direction. Osriel. He's he and Thorold, two people. No, she knows Osriel manages to do some stuff. She so, can smell his next move. She smelled it <laughs> like a monkey. Yeah. Like, she can't. And, and, and he bought it? that. This I guy know. bought that. He's like, okay. Well, she was really close to him. She so was. clearly, she right he here. didn't look tempted. He didn't. No, look no, I don't. Until think he, he was touched tempted. her face. What was that all about? It was she had the wound on her chin. Oh, okay. Yeah. He raised her chin just to see that she had 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 a nick on her chin. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I wonder if he's not in the show just because there are like British laws that say that a kid's parent has to be there for most of the filming. You think he's one of the parents? Oh, he's Daphne Keene's dad. Oh, is that Daphne Keene's dad? Yeah. I did not know that. Wow, you just blew my mind. Yeah. Uh, but he hasn't been in any scenes with her, and they haven't been on any of the same sets. But they're always on a set, so they're probably on the same lot. Maybe. Maybe. You know? All right, well, I could I could buy that. 
That's uh, the only so reason we, I can. That, that's the only explanation I have for him being in the show, because he's not that good. He has um, he has a good like half eyebrow. I can't do it like one eyebrow a, raised yeah, kind of like of these. very arched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Am I doing it? Sort I don't know of, if yeah. I'm doing it. I can't do it. It's kind of yeah, it's kind of hard. Make sure you're, I mm-hmm. can't do it. It's a thing yeah. in my family. I'm the only one who can pull it off. Yes, look Pretty at good. that. Well, that's really high. Oh, yeah, you got it up there too. No, I don't. Well done, Mr. Spock. See, no, it goes up there. Yeah. That's good. No, there, there it is. There it, it is. Did it? You, you have a nice furrowed brow that kind of comes in on it. It's nice. That's my thinking face. Good work. <laughs> well done. Uh, I, I think we hit every note. I did put Daphne equals Lyra once because I, I've been I've been reluctant to get completely on board, uh, but I thought that she was really strong here, and um, I thought her scenes with the bears were really good considering she's acting against a, a tennis ball puppet. Yeah. Um, for most of this this uh, episode, so I, I thought she was really strong and. Um, the she internet has been kind of coming your own. Like, really? Yeah. A couple of weeks. Yeah. Reading some of the uh, groups on Facebook. Uh, the Not our group. Our group is nice. But, um, yeah, the, some of the other groups have been really mean to her. Hmm. A lot of them have said that she's uh, she's not a good Lyra. And uh, they're, they're heavily in a Dakota Blue Richards camp. I'm not sure that there should be camps. Wow. But, uh, but yeah, it's... Um, See, and, and I'll stick by what I said, which is I think as things as things get more and more, not desperate, but urgent and intense, more and more of the liar that we know will come out. And and I'm actually really excited to see her play off of Will because yes. I think that's where we're going to see like full on Lyra, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. where there's that banter and there's that, you know, there's a connection, but it's not like immediate. And he doesn't just hug you at every second, like Roger, you know, around yes. the waist, like, It'll be and, and I, yeah. And I think that that's going to be part of what brings out the liar that at least the liar that I want to see from Daphne Keen. And mm-hmm. I feel like she releases it a, a little bit at a time and I'm kind of glad. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I like it. I, I'm, I'm a big fan. I like, yeah, I like I liked her overall. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that this week should also I mean, any any of the haters, I feel like that after this week, they should be like, ah, this is OK. Yeah, I see where I see why she was. Ca- I mean, like, I, I've liked her overall, but I mm-hmm. thought she really nailed a lot of this stuff this week. Yeah. And, I, and I hope that other people see it, too. Yeah. Um, do we want to move on to our second subject real quick? Have a quick. <laughs> um, Let's put a, a, put a nice little break in here for the, for folks who, you know, just want to leave the show now. Yeah. Um, you know, thanks for listening to our discussion of uh, episode seven, seven mm-hmm. of, uh, the, of his dark materials. I was going to say the Golden Compass. I, I saw I but, that. <laughs> thank you. Um, but now we're going to talk about Watchmen. The so, season finale. So five, if you don't want to listen to it, three, two, one. <laughs> okay. Um, Watchmen season finale. I didn't get to talk yeah. talk with you last week about last week's. Yeah. Because I loved last week's episode. Last week's was so good. Loved it so much. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, and honestly, the MVP of, of the last two episodes, while well, Regina King's fabulous, Jeremy Irons. Oh my oh. God, he's amazing. Like amazing. Oh my God. Is he a sir? If he's not, he should be. He Just should for be. this. I know it. I know he's a little—he's a nutcase, but I know he's a little bit of a nutcase. So I listened to an interview with Damon Lindelof um, on uh, Black Man Beyond, Mm -hmm. and he said uh, that they had to write all of his scenes in the castle, the estate, 
all up front and they shot them all at the beginning. So they had to commit to the entire plot because they had this set that they had to shoot on and have a look, this is what happens at the end. We have to commit to it now because we have to shoot all of, of uh, his scenes in this stuff right now. So all that stuff they just shot in a row and yeah. he came in and did all this kooky stuff, which they wasn't really written that way. And he came in with kind of a, a little bit of a humorous edge to it. And they like fell in love with it. That's awesome. Cause I, I mean, I, I love it. Cause it makes so much sense. I mean, he's been trapped on that world for how long? And then Ten before years. he was, yeah. And um, then before he was trapped on the world, he was stuck. Well, not stuck, but he was in like self-imposed exile mm-hmm. in, in Antarctica. Arctic, yeah. Every once in a while, dropping vats of uh, squid on people. Thawing squid. Well, yes. Yes. But he went crazy. He He went went nuts. Yeah. He was already borderline, you know. Mm-hmm. He's narcissistic. What was the quote that about him being is like takes one to know one? Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was there. Is both awesome. Rosie and I yes. were cracking up on that. It was de- just deliciously delivered. That was fantastic. Um, I, you know, if if sometimes you you watch a show and it 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 ends and you're very happy and it ends well and and when it ends well you're you're you give it a thumbs up and you move on. Um, and then there's the shows that. Um, confuse and confound but in a good way where you're like not sure what they're doing and there's other ones that end on a note where it's mysterious and just as wonderful and you don't know what's co- what is coming next and maybe you don't need to know what's coming next and i thought the foot on the top of the pool was just perfect just a perfect moment that was the only thing I had I didn't like about this entire series. Really? Are yes. you serious? I, oh man, I thought that was oh. just perfect. And the reason I didn't like it is because those types of things I felt it was I thought it was cliche. Really? Yeah. I mean, there are so many times that we get I mean, we get from the Sopranos with the black screen to you know, all those things. I I hate I've gotten to the point now where I hate the leaving me hanging at the end because it's just, it's not satisfying. It's not satisfying. Everything else on that show to me, even the questions that weren't answered, I was satisfied with this one. Don't wait till the end and ask a question. Then not answer. But I don't want to go, I don't want to, I don't want to go too much into that because I love the entire series and one two second shot does not ruin the whole thing for me. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't want it to seem like but I did the end. Like, but it's the end. I mean, it, it was, can ruin it for you. It, it could. could, but it didn't. It could, but it didn't. I, I I did love the entire thing, except for that. Yeah, it was really good. Um, I, I like what happened to the senator inside the little fly the the fly cage. Like, <laughs> oh, is he in there? And he opens like up. A it's just water like, balloon. It's just a pool. Oh. It's hysterical. Oh, um, I really like, gross. and I, I like that um, Doctor Manhattan was able to touch the the gore and like beam them off, which yep. I thought was really great. Um, I actually thought when it came through there that he was like, oh, I'm not in a cage. There's there's actually I can get out of here mm-hmm. because right. there was a place for him to get under. But he almost was he's very accepting of his fate. Him getting shot with the thing, you know, when he came out and like wiped out all the seventh cavalry people. One of the um, best best scenes, best uh, few seconds of the TV show. Just like zapping everybody. Black yeah. super black Superman blowing up racist heads made me a very happy man. So great. Yeah. Uh, uh, but then he sort of lets himself he he didn't have to he, I'm sure he was aware that there was another guy back there. He has he's he omnipotent. Did. 
He did. He's just letting it, it happen. That's what happens. So that's what happens. Yeah, see, that's what I said last week. I was like, there was one guy in there. Or, or I said, are you sure he killed everybody? Because he was letting that happen. Just blew yeah, up the truck. I said it was, a, it was automated last week. Or it was yeah. But, but, but then Regina King is like breaking fingers like Mrs. Coulter. Yeah. She was. Oh, Look at you snap. tying both together. Look at you I'm tying I'm a teacher. Both I'm a teacher. Yeah. Mm. Cross-textual connections. <laughs> Um, I loved the line reading with um, why why am I still here? And he said, I didn't want to be, I don't want to be alone when I die. He sounded so human. And when he, when he said, when she said, where are you now? And he said, simultaneously, like in every moment Mm -hmm. we spend together with, oh my gosh, that was, that was beautiful. That was so, it was beautiful. And then Lou Gossett Jr.'s line reading of um, for what he could do, he should have done more. Yes. Uh-huh. Yep. And that was really close to the end of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, it might have been the last line of the show, perhaps, right? Because she does I don't think she says anything. You just hear a little yeah, bit yeah, of yeah. a, yeah. you hear some flashbacky words, but that was the real last true or new line of the show. Yeah. So he could have done more. Yeah. Which is interesting. I mean, um, it's so true, though, because, I mean, he, he look what he did on Europa from nothing. Oh, my God. Imagine yeah. what he could have done on he Europa. He's growing life. Yeah. I mean, that, that's that's what that that when I when I sat and I thought about it was that Ozymandias gave humanity, you know, an, another chance. Dr. Manhattan was there and could have helped humanity take advantage of that chance. Mm-hmm. But he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, what a waste. That really was a waste of all that power, mm-hmm. you know, to go and build a, a little prison for Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was very, very odd. Although, you know, Ozymandias's, you know, use of the word daughter comes into play here in a br- kind of a brilliant way that he spelled. You know, the amount of effort he put, she was, like, <laughs> she was kind of moved by the amount of effort it took to spell out daughter. What did you use to spell it? <laughs> Were those corpses? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Dad, you shouldn't have. You're the best. It's just crazy. Uh, I just want to tell you that um, he might say something. It's like, I'm your mother. She's like, oh, okay. Yep, told you. <laughs> All of that was really uh, interesting and unique. It was It was, It was. was a it, terrifically exciting. And then the, the, the Oklahoma soundtrack playing at the end, yep. mm-hmm. which, oh, man. Oh, what a beautiful morning, right? Wasn't that what was playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ugh, so great. It really was. It really I don't know. Was. Like, so Travis, if it had ended with her and her family just walking away and she's saying, hey, you can stay with me. And that was it. You've been like, been okay, on board. There. I mean, it would have been as useful to me had they as what they did with the foot. But they, they wouldn't have done that, mm-hmm. you know, because the the egg thing was it, it was in play. We knew that that was something that was possible. They didn't have to show it to me at all. Mm-hmm. You know, don't I didn't like them raising the question and then immediately not answer. Mm-hmm. That was what was frustrating. I, I I would have liked it had they just ended, like you said, with the family coming out of the theater, mm-hmm. because that's where the show ended. I mean, that's where the show started. Mm-hmm. I the thought it would have yeah. been a really nice bookend to uh, end the series there. Mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that. I, I know that I, I I love the movie The Witch. Travis, my Travis loves the movie The Witch. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal 
movie. Um, but we both agree that it should have ended like five just, or just before she flies. She shouldn't even go. No, it should end. As don't soon go, as she don't walks go into in, the woods. As soon as she walks into the woods, it should cut. So don't show any more witches. No. Yeah, and I think it would have. Yes, and I think it would have been more powerful. And I think that's kind of what you're saying here a little bit, maybe, is that like, you know, they're taking you all the way, all the way, and then like withholding. Yeah. And it felt like the end of season six of like The Walking Dead, and you're like, dude, no, you know what I mean? I don't know what that was. I haven't watched the 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 season six of The Walking Dead. Oh. Right. I think I saw like the fourth or fourth season. No, with 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 with. Lucille and the who's Lucille? Oh no. yeah, that oh was the last. Oh the bat! I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch. That, that was the last thing. That was the last thing I watched of the show. Right. That's when well, I stopped watching. Right. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. thought it was a season six ending, and I was like, "Son of a cuss!" And then it was the you know that very first season episode, first episode of season seven. I was like, "I'm done." Yeah. Like I was I was done with it. But I'm saying it's like that's what this was. I think maybe that's why it makes you angry. But in that case, like I knew teaser. that there was going to be a season seven. So I don't know. I kind of I'm OK with a cliffhanger. OK, I'm not OK with ending because I mean, Lindelof has said that he's not even certain there's going to be, be another season because he doesn't know what other stories to tell. He doesn't have an idea. Yeah, he doesn't have. An so, idea. right. So this is for all intents and purposes, the, the end of the show. And they raised a question in the last minute of the series and then didn't answer it. But we didn't know Dr. Manhattan even existed or what he was even doing until three episodes ago. They just introduced him. So it sort of it adds that mystery. I feel like the mystery of, you know, he so they took his power out of his body. Basically, they killed him. They took that power and put it in a device that got destroyed. Mm -hmm. So his power still exists. Right. It's somewhere. So it's more than likely he did not put it inside of an egg or maybe he did. I don't know. Well, see, it that, works for me. And that's the thing. I mean, maybe if they had just shown me the egg because we knew they'd already referred to mm-hmm. the egg mm-hmm. a couple of episodes ago. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, the there's day, my, the there's day, my gun yeah. on the mantle. Mm-hmm. Show, show it to me again. Stop the episode. Mm-hmm. Like where she uh, finds it hole in the in the thing and just holds it up. Yeah. And then cut. Yeah. That's I would have been fine fine with that, but I yeah. just I just also I hate feet. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> don't watch Tarantino movies then. I, I don't know. love feet either. He loves yeah. feet. Dirty uh, feet. He, especially. I, hope I, I hope when he does his Star Trek we don't see like Mr. Spock's feet or something. Yeah. God. Ugh. Uh it was uh it was pretty pretty remarkable considering 10 weeks ago we had no idea what we were going to see yeah and it was just a complete mystery mm-hmm. as to like how the, I, was it going to be in 1986 we knew nothing really mm-hmm. and that this is where it was and this is where it went and that he trojan horsed so many kind of important things into it yeah um that people are talking about now in a good way mm-hmm. which is pretty cool he put together a really great writer's room full of interesting writers um, and new one does kind of stand back and let his writers do the work. Yeah. Uh, he's very complimentary of his writer's room in particular. Mm-hmm. They, they did. And they did really, really, really strong work. Really did. Great yeah. cast. Oh, cast the cast was, was fantastic. Amazing. 
from the bit to parts to the yeah, from the bit parts to the big parts. You almost Everyone forget that that Looking Glass episode that was so amazing. Oh, it's like almost God. forgotten because there was yeah. so much after that. Mm-hmm. But that episode yeah. was amazing. That episode yep. was amazing. You know, and then he comes back. It's like, oh my God, I almost forgot about Looking Glass, but he's a great character. But we sort yeah. of left him for four episodes. You know, I mean, uh, I want to see an episode about Red Scare and Pirate Jenny. You know, mm. there are so many really I'd like to see a prequel about that police force before all of this went down, mm-hmm. you know, when Judd was still running it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was such a, a real universe. It felt mm-hmm. so alive. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that he could. Well, I mean, I'm going to kind of stretch here, but I think did you watch Fargo? The, the not the movie, but the series. Mm-mm. One of the things that they did really well there was they had a storyline. Right. And then so the the original storyline they told it had Martin Freeman in it and it was set in a certain time. But then the second season, mm-hmm. it it was set in a different time. It had an, like another character and it kind of did what you're saying. Like it was showing all these other things. It, the, mm-hmm. the story was totally separate. And yeah. the connection was simply that this was an older character in the first season. It was him when he was younger. And okay. kind of going through things that happen. But I feel like if they were to do that, they could do some of the things that you're like that you're wanting. Like, I'd love that. Let's go back here and like look like, you know, we can they can. They can so it's still connected and it's cohesive as a series mm-hmm. because Fargo is when you watch all three seasons. Actually, I didn't see season three. I only saw season one and two. But they're you know, they make sense. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that could be maybe a way they could continue. Maybe I should call him and say, hey, I have an idea for yeah. how you can do <laughs> for how you, you can do, do your next. Just tweet it to him. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Twitter. Neither is oh, he. You're good to go. Oh, okay. Good. Yay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, fair enough. I'll send him an um, owl. Yeah. So <laughs> over or a bear text. A bear. Yes. <laughs> um, it was, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty amazing. I pretty loved amazing. it. I loved it. So yeah. good. So good. I mean, ugh, top to bottom, man. Um, and lots of nudity. I was just going to say something. You said uh, top to bottom, and I was like, yeah, top to bottom, Dr. And front. Manhattan. And front. Manhattan. Holy crow. Oh, man. That what? is Superman. That is for Holy sure. Holy moly. Goodness gracious. Wow. <laughs> like, and, right. and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe, like, in two weeks we're going to be back to books? Oh, my God. Are we going to do it, like, right after the new year? Yeah, because yeah, we'll do this episode next week and then take the gosh, holiday off. And yeah, maybe take the holiday off, come back. Right. Yeah, or maybe I need to bit. find my book. I haven't started it yet. I, I oh, just I downloaded my book. I'm ready to ready to go. It's it's time. I might I might do audiobook If I can't find my book, I will do audiobook. I will join you on the audio, audiobook crusade. Gosh. I'm living in the dark ages and I just have my paper book up on my shelf. I, I have it. I just don't know where it is. And it's probably buried somewhere forever. I loaned it to somebody, and maybe I never got it back. They probably have it. Monsters. They stole it from me. Ugh. Uh, yeah, it's amazing that we're going to be back into the book. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll I'm, be I'm, nice. I'm, I'm pretty jazzed. We Should need to talk about what we're going to do after the book is done. What are we I have do some ideas. Podcast? Yeah? I have some ideas, yes. Okay. Um, well, after this book is done, then we go into the next three books. So we're good oh, to go. God, as far you're as right. Goes. You're right. That's uh, a good point. Got books for days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't, I haven't read them either. These will be new to me. Yeah, they'll be new for uh, me too. I be new for them. all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Though I like, I also have some ideas about some things we can do on the side, which would be fun too. But we can do that off off air. 
Well, guys, thanks for listening. And we got the, the dream team is back together. The materialists oh. are united <laughs> once again. <laughs> Yay. Uh, I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. And uh, please listen, like, subscribe, comment, send us feedback at theamberspycast.com. Of course, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and and uh, listen next week. We'll be back for the finale of this season. The big one. Yep. Big one. Looking forward to it. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye.